Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is A Vague Idea. It's a comedy trivia podcast. I'm Nate Regolia, and each week we subject our guests to a list of topics to find out if they have a vague idea. And this week, we are going to be talking about stuff that's not from here, usually living stuff, and it's usually from other planets, galaxies, or universes. We're talking about aliens. And this week, we have two fantastic returning guests. You may remember them from our Jaws crossover episode with Movie the Podcast. And uh, and this, we're starting the new year with just all Movie the Podcast all the time, because last week we had Sean and TJ on the show. And this week, we have the better half of the podcast on. Oh, the thicker half. Our first returning guest. Uh, is a man with more dissenting opinions about films from Movie the Podcast than Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> it is Alec Ayrth. Alec, welcome back. Thank you, Nate. Thank you. <laughs> I uh, I do love that you are like just you're always the the he's I don't the know. Fucking, you're he's the wild card. Like we yeah, don't know. you're the North Star yeah. in a way, but also just just completely the wild card. No, he's the he's the heart and soul of the podcast because it's where that's the way the wit which way the wind blows we don't know until alec weighs in the rest True. of us kind of wear it on our sleeves and he keeps it close to the vest well i consider it that i'm doing it with a bunch of actual people who know things about movies and i'm like a movie dipshit so i'm just like i don't like this <laughs> but it's like but, uh yeah but you control the certified banger meter <laughs> With, yeah, with your true. decisions, <laughs> you really, you actually, you really, you do sway whether it's a certified good ass movie. Yeah, my my opinion can really uh, can really screw some uh, some people from getting their certified bangers <laughs> applied to their picks. <laughs> so, Alec, do you believe in aliens? You think aliens are real? Oh, absolutely! I think you'd be an idiot not to. Great, I agree. <laughs> like, there's there's no way that there's not other life in this universe intelligent or otherwise um and that's not just me hoping that that's the case because i would love for aliens to come to earth it's been like one of my dreams since i was a young boy being raised on the x-files and jetsons hell yeah yeah <clears throat> i mean i i think uh one of the one of the goofy like dad joke idioms that i always like is that there must be intelligent life out there because it, it's never come to see us because we're so fucking <laughs> stupid like yeah I feel like there's probably a lot of truth to that. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't climb into the tiger pen at the zoo for a reason. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, unless you're Joe Exotic. Tiger and King season probably, two is I mean, on Netflix. Oh, I watched it. And that's probably they're probably picking up those radio signals, and that's probably why they haven't visited. So like, oh, they're still they're devolving. How they're are still they devolving? Doing yeah, like we, we must, they literally haven't done the clean energy thing already. Like they, right. they, like, they couldn't they save peaked, themselves. They peaked at the Magna Carta and it's been downhill ever since. Like what's going on? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, our second returning guest is the man who's so nice. They named him once. It's Gogs. <laughs> Gogs, welcome back. Thank you, Nate. I appreciate it. I'm, 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 I'm excited to be here. So uh, you believe in aliens also? Oh, oh, 100%. Like, there's no, there's no doubt. Like, the, like just trying to, con- like, like Alex said, if you try and conceptualize how much, how much of this, how much isn't Earth in the world, like, or yeah. in, the, in the universe, in the gap, whatever you turn, like, it's, there's gotta be just the percentage. It's like when you're playing pool and you just hit the ball really hard. Percentage is said, it's gotta go in the hole at some point. There has to be. There, there's there's some other magic sauce that's come together and they, haven't they already figured out that there's like and maybe i'm dumb maybe i'm misunderstood but like haven't they already kind of like determined there's been like micro uh microorganisms or some sort of algae or something that they detected on mars was that correct am i yeah i think in the that? in the glacier the glacial poles of mars they've found some microorganisms or at least fossils and, of them so that counts yeah that yeah, counts that's life that's life yeah baby. so building blocks yeah Proof. so done yeah the stamp on it and there's got to be like cooler shit out there that's just i mean i hope there's not dumber oh man yeah that would be awful right God, like that would be fucking awful <laughs> like just a bunch of like just like a bunch of like redneck aliens that just somehow like stumbled on light travel or some shit and they're just bopping around doing you know like just fucking buzzing the tower of other planets i could just they're oh. just waving flags and chanting let's go glip glorp yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> they're having their they're having a fucking uh 
regatta of all their spaceships around a planet to show how much they approve the non-sitting galactic universe president or whatever. So oh, good man. times. Yeah, yeah, but no, definitely. There's definitely alien. There's, there's got to be other life out there. Yeah, and uh, and I I genuinely still hope like I, I got I, hopefully hey look planet uh, planetary death aside, um, mm-hmm. we probably each got about forty to sixty years left that we might be able to see aliens. So and, well, and, and if you think about it, right, like like you say that in the I mean we only went to space in sixty nine, right? Yeah, and we're going we've been to Mars in you know less than. 50 years after that right so like the amount and then if you think about like when the first when when did the, the orville and wilbur first fly in kitty hawk was in the late 1930s? 1913 i think so like, like it's exponential how rapidly this tech has evolved so maybe maybe not maybe me maybe my kids hopefully my grandkids will be able to see you know you know extra ter- you know maybe not meet extraterrestrials but there'll be some option to get off world yeah, I keep hoping for legit first contact, right? Like, I'm I'm a big Star Trek fan, so a lot of my alien stuff is like, wouldn't it be great if we just could actually come together as a as kind of a universal sentient force to do something cool? That's to not exterminate oh. something we don't understand. Yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. half man, half machine people. Yeah, God, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, well, hey, let's jump into round number one. Alec, do you have a vague idea about Gonzo? Ooh, I hope you're talking about Gonzo the Great from the Muppets. Hell yeah, I am. Um, Very good. He's the best version of Charles Dickens ever put on screen. Second. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Gonzo, I I don't know a lot about his backstory or history, but I know that I had a Gonzo toy as a kid that I carried around everywhere. And actually, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking it wasn't Gonzo, it was Grover. But they're both blue puppets. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Gonzo the Great, he's a love Flash having a relationship maybe with his chicken friend Matilda, I believe her name is. Um, he, they go everywhere together. Uh, he, at some points, was super gonzo. Um, I don't really know his, his history, though, where he came from. I, I'm assuming he's an alien since, since you included him in the alien podcast. I mean, uh, tipping my hand a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just watched him up at Christmas Carol, like last week we watched it a few days before christmas and as much as puppets can be lead actors in, in things he is in that as playing charles dickens he is oh, yeah, excellent he, at it that is the definitive christmas carol on film I oh think. absolutely yeah i mean george c scott's great but that's my favorite one but i i do love him up in christmas carol yeah i yeah. love that michael kane just plays it 100 percent straight like they're not muppets yeah, yeah, he's 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 just he's just like acting like he's like what do they call like the Royal Majesty's uh stage or whatever. I forget their big playhouse there in England. Oh, um, but he's, he's yeah, he's uh he's playing it like he's there like performing like for the queen. He's oh, yeah. played it straight as straight can be. Which is the way to and do that great. story right cuz I mean that story doesn't I mean that story's goofy as hell anyway. It's full of ghosts and shit and like you got to play it straight. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, right. Yeah, that's 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 all I got on on Gonzo. Right on, Gogs. What can you add about Gonzo? I honestly didn't. Is if you're saying he's an alien, this is news to me. Like I know all the things Alec just said. Like I just remember him being. I think he ran. Wait, at some point in it was either the Muppet movie. Was it the Muppet movie? Oh. <laughs> where he was, where he ran a plumbing supply house, maybe. Yep. And oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. he was just selling toilets and like you yeah. joints and stuff. Yeah, like he was yeah, that. Um, he was. I mean, I loved the Muppets growing up. I loved Muppets Take Manhattan. I'm trying to remember what his plot line was in Muppets Take Manhattan. I think he went when they all. I'm gonna say this: Muppet Take Manhattan when they all split up after the Broadway show fails. Uh, after college, after grad school, because all the Muppets went to grad school at NYU or whatever. Uh, like when they split up and there's that saying goodbye montage and song, like that still tears me up. Where did he go? I think him and his chicken, I can't remember if it's Matilda or not, but he, he, the chicken that he may have a love affair with, they went to the circus. Yeah. And I think maybe that's where Gonzo the Great was born because I remember him water skiing through a fiery hoop and it just failing miserably and i think sweetums might have been the guy driving the powerboat that was dragging him along like oh yeah 
Yeah. Um, I I'm a big I'm a big Gonzo Gonzo fan, but I don't know. I, if he came from another planet, this is this is a first for me. Yeah. So uh, uh, Gonzo is my favorite Muppet. Gonzo was like, I mean, because Gonzo was the weirdo in like in elementary school. I got labeled as weird very early on by was like he actually called. <laughs> A weirdo like he was like literally labeled yeah like, yeah he sucks, was right? so he was called a weirdo for a period of time um and and this was the thing is for the longest time there was no origin gonzo didn't know where he came from nobody knew where gonzo came from right he was just weird he's got his funky nose the the chicken uh life partner he has name is camilla oh another that's another it's another british royalty sounding yeah name. yeah so camilla parker bowles yeah <laughs> current current wife of prince charles exactly um, but yeah so in in muppets from space in 1999 we find out that gonzo's parents were aliens who uh misplaced him so he's a bit of a superman he's a bit of a cow oh, wow. that he wow. was sent to earth on accident and uh and it turns out he's been an alien the whole time and that's why he's never been you know, he's never had his place because Muppets from Space is basically like Gonzo having a, a a full on like crisis of conscience. Where did I come from? Who am I? And what am I supposed to be? Um, and George Clinton, the P-Funk All-Stars play in that movie at the end, because who's more alien than them? Uh, is the, is, well, is I'm, the, glad, I'm glad Gonzo got a movie for himself. I'm sick of Kermit being the lead in everything. Right. I agreed. And was what did the so wait, I never saw Muppets from Space. Now I feel like I need to see Muppets in space or whatever does it have what was the bit they used to do on the muppet show that was star trek but it was all pigs oh was, pigs was, in space pigs, it was, were they the, were they captaining whatever this vessel was i don't think they were i don't think they even make an appearance but i can't remember completely um but it yeah feels the, like a, those, it feels like a missed opportunity right we need like, a, a muppet month that you guys totally should. That would be fun. Yeah. I would love to guest on that if if it was an opportunity oh, to mape mape it. Mape it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Muppets from Space also features Jeffrey Tambor, F. Murray Abraham, David Arquette, Josh <laughs> Charles, Hulk Hogan, Ray Liotta, and Andy McDowell. Dude, they always got the craziest, the craziest flexes on guest stars to show up in Muppet movies. Oh yeah, I mean, because who wouldn't want to be in them, you know? Oh, hands, no, amen. Rob Schneider's in it too, apparently. So, yeah, but, what, but he's in that's everything. A, that's a yeah, that that's a mark against it almost. Yeah, yeah. That, that that makes me not want to watch this. <laughs> no much, disrespect, right? Nate. You could get Rob Schneider to do your show. Rob Schneider will do probably anything. I bet he would. That he would probably be would. That'd be, a, that'd be a big boon. <laughs> Just do an big... episode. <laughs> Bring me on for that, dude. Just a Rob Schneider trivia show. Yeah, <laughs> where he just he just answers what actually happened for everything. Exactly. That can be it. He doesn't even have to do anything other than check my work. Yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> so great job, uh, Alec. I'm going to give you two points. Gogs one point. Woohoo! I'm going to hop into round number two. Okay. And Gogs, do you have a vague idea about Alf? Oh, oh, okay. Alien life form, Alf. Yeah. So he's from Melmac. Uh, Melmac being the name of a, uh, I believe like a, like a plate or porcelain company that was like famous in the seventies for being sort of indestructible or something. Cause my parents always laughed at that joke. Um, yeah. and his planet exploded cause they all plugged their hair dryers in at the same time, or at least I believe that's canon. <laughs> uh, he landed in the backyard, Willie, it was Willie and brian who are the family members but i think brian was the son willie was the dad because we used to him saying willie and then do his little hand thing i forget who the neighbors were there was the oh shit what were their names uh everyone they're always trying to hide him and he was always like a furry uncle he always wanted to eat their cat and their cat i can't remember the cat's name and he kept like i don't know i always felt there was a weird sexual tension between him and the teenage daughter um and oh what else did his like his spaceship crash in their garage? Is that what happened? What was the name of the? Oh, I can see. I think the neighbor was played by the sec, the same woman who played the secretary in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The one that's like Sportos, Weebies. Oh yeah, he's a righteous dude. I'm pretty sure it's the same actress. Um, I don't know who voiced Alf. I feel like I should. Um. That's yeah, furry alien life form from Melmac, last of his kind, presumably. Loves to eat cats, lives with Willie, 
and they they did a cover of us the song saturday once on the show and that's all i think i know about al that's great that's great <laughs> alec what can you add uh just a couple of things um the series finale is one of the darkest finales like in the history of tv because like the whole time through the series like the air force is trying to get their hands on them and find them presumably to dissect them yeah yeah and then the show ends with them like capturing him and then no more alf oh i don't remember that at all <laughs> like the last scene of the last episode i'm pretty sure is the air force like cornering him in the woods and like basically taking him in presumably to murder him man so just um, like that and dinosaurs had like yeah the bleakest endings of every show too, that we man. watched as kids yeah dinosaurs yeah what was up with those those nighttime adult shows with puppets yeah. mm. they, they were, were like dark. hey we got to teach these kids about death somehow <laughs> did dinosaurs end with a meteor the whole, yeah yeah, yeah, like literally the asteroid destroys every every bit of existence at the end of wow. dinosaurs. Okay. It's basically uh, don't yeah. look up. Right? Yeah, just like it's just like don't look up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch that. Uh, the other thing is that uh Alf is back in pog form. It's true. Alf Damn is it. back in pog form. So those that are the only two things correct. that I could add add to Gogs. My big thing was gonna be the eat cats, but Gogs remembered that. Yeah, I remembered that. The Alf is back in uh, Steve Allen, inventor of the pog. Damn it. <laughs> Do either of you remember Alf's uh, Christian name? Oh, fuck. Oh, Gordon Shumway. Gordon Shumway is correct. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very close to Sting's Christian name. Yeah, he's Gordon. What's his name? Gordon something or other. Not Gecko. That guy was Wall Street. Yeah, Gordon, Gordon Gecko. <laughs> the fucking alien's name was... The alien from another planet's name was Gordon Shumway. Sting's, Sting's given name is Gordon Sumner. Oh, so it's really close. Really close. Really close. Yeah. Oh, Don't know fuck. if Alf participates in tantric sex, but not really interested to find out. So we're good. <laughs> Alf did lead the police for a while, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alf was one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. I actually have a stuffed Alf that, you know, roughly life size, I guess, because I assume Alf was like two feet tall. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Great show. And then there was that whole thing where the actor that played Willie was doing cocaine and sleeping with prostitutes. I feel like that was an early internet meme was talking, you know, everybody hating on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Gogs, three points. Hey. Two points. Oof, knotted up, I think. Yes, you are. And now we're going to play our first game. It's time to play. I see what you did there. Okay. All right. Get excited. It's everybody's favorite game, <laughs> except for the people playing it. Uh, yeah, here we go. All right. Alec, number one, give me the title of an 80s Goldblum alien comedy if it starred a departed member of NWA. Earth Girls Are Easy E. You are correct. Very Whoa! good. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. I wouldn't have, oh, I wouldn't have gotten that one at all. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Gogs, here's number two. After 18 seasons, Meredith might be eager to reboot this show to be about alien autopsies. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on. Damn it. 18 seasons. Meredith. Why am I doing this wrong? It's both easier and more complicated than you think, but oh, okay. Easier. Um <laughs> I see I didn't get how this works, and I'm I'm like struggling. 18 seasons. After 18 seasons, Meredith oh. might be eager to reboot this show to be about alien autopsies. I'm trying to, th I can't, I can't, I'm going to hate myself when I get this wrong. I have no idea. I'm going to get this wrong, but Alec can steal it or whatever. I'm gonna Alec, do you have a guess? Is it Grey's Alien Anatomy? Well, it's just Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Because Greys are oh, the Meredith uh, the gray, gray uh, big eye gray big eye. aliens, oh. so you just change the E to an A, and you've got Greys anatomy. I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, I'm very dumb. good. Okay, all right. Dominant. That was good. <laughs> Alec number three. Say what you will about David Duchovny, star of this alien show, who's also in good with the IRS. I'll read that again. Say what you will about David Duchovny, star of this alien show who's also in good with the IRS. This one's mean. This one's what? This one's mean. Mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's intentionally absurd. The tax files? 
You're really close. You're really close. I like where you went. I'm going to give you uh, I'm going to give you a, a point on that. Uh, Gogs, what do you think? You got a guess on this? I was going to say the same thing. Um, uh, it's uh, oh, the X. Uh, X good with the IRS. I I got no. I don't know. I got, the tax files is what the first thing that came to my mind, and I'm, if that didn't work, I don't know nothing. All right, I'm a, Gogs. I'm going to give you a point too. Um, oh. I was going for the X files his taxes on time. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, that's, that's why. I, that's why okay. I said it was so me. We really weren't that close. We were just, yeah, but no, I mean, we you got really tax mean. files, which is at least like you got most of where I was going. Uh, all right, Gogs number four. Okay. Weird that this Ashton Kutcher dumbass flick ended with aliens, especially if you replace Sean William Scott with this Homer Simpson nemesis. Oh, uh, okay, dude. Where's my Carl? No. You're close, but not the not the nemesis I'm thinking of. It's got to be a nemesis of Homer's that might have car in it. Oh, damn it. Um, I'm blowing you. I'm ruining your show. It's dude. Where's my what car nemesis? Oh, oh, no, it's, it's not dude. Where's my plow king? Because that wouldn't make a lick of sense. Um, <laughs> how many nemeses does Homer have that I can't think of? Um. This, I'll, I'll give you another clue. The, this sure. particular nemesis, yeah. one employee of the month at the nuclear power plant and uh, was the subject ah. of a parade <laughs> in its honor. Oh, dude, where's my inanimate carbon rod? You are correct. Very wow. Good. Dude, where's my inanimate carbon rod? Oh, I thought it was like, okay. Okay. Got you it. You see what I did there. I see what you did there. Yeah. No, I was like, uh, Who's the other guy that always, oh, he blames everything on. It's like, always gets a raise before him. It's got some sort of obscure name. I was thinking of that guy too. Tibor. Oh was yeah, Tibor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, where's my Tibor? I didn't know. All right. <laughs> Very good. That was, I see what you did there, Alec. Three points, Gogs. Two points. Well done. All right. Round number three. Gogs, do you have a vague idea about the Marfa lights? The Marfa lights. The Marfa lights. I have. I don't even have a vague idea about the Marfa lights. Why I am. I am. I am at completely lost. I'm never going to be on this show again because my my well of knowledge is so poor. Make something up about them. What do you? The what, Marfa, what could they be? I mean, it sounds Marfa light sounds. It sounds like something that would get spread on toast in like South Africa, like <laughs> like not Vegemite, but like you know something with a little more tinged with a little more apartheid level racism it's like, so, yeah like, like yeah some, it's it's actually been intentionally lightened yeah to, exactly uh, yeah i want some marfa to light appeal to the yeah, white it, South yeah it's actually it's actually a very dark jelly that they've bleached it's just <laughs> so it's marfa light and it's what it's what we eat on saint crispin's day or whatever the fuck they celebrate when they're sending kids into emerald mines so they can fund elon musk i have absolutely no idea what a marfa light is other right, than that, they are racist jelly from South Africa. I love it. I love it. All right, Alec, what do you think the Marfalites are? Um, I think Goggs was getting in his head thinking of it as one word. I think it's l- some of the uh, lights that were seen, unexplained lights that were seen over Sydney, Australia, the Marfa lights. They are um, definitely unexplained lights. I believe it was in Australia, but I could be wrong. But other than that, I have, it was Swampcast. I don't know. Other than that, I have no uh, no um, other knowledge of what they are or could be. Right on. Well, yeah. The so the Marfa lights are uh, also known as the Marfa ghost lights. They've been observed near U.S. Route 67, east of Marfa, Texas. I mean, Texas oh. is America's Australia. Uh, Dale Gribble talks about the Marfa lights on King of the Hill. <laughs> something that he's interested in. It's government conspiracy, of course. Of course. Um, so people tend to see these lights and they feel that it's either ghosts, UFOs, or will-o'-wisps. Um, but scientific oh. research suggests that most, if not all, are atmospheric reflections of automobile headlights and campfires. Of course they are, right? Of course yeah, they that's are. A, that's a cop-out. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to hear the awful truth or who wants to see me hit some dingers? <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna give you each one point. Good, good bullshitting and good, uh, good guessing about the the nature of the lights. Uh, all right, Alec, round number four. Mm. Do you have a vague idea about Hangar 18? Hangar 18. Hangar 18 is the hangar where they keep the alien from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in 
Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, the movie that should have killed Indiana Jones, but just won't. He won't die. Well, they're, <laughs> they're going to make another one, right? Or they, they finished making it. And it's going to come out. But Shia LaBeouf is yeah. in it. So there's going to be a new, different version of his kid. Or they're going to. I don't know what they're doing. It's interesting. Either do yeah. they. Yeah, yeah, they don't. No. They don't either. They're just, they clearly they, had no plan it, it, for. It's essentially just like it should be like spaceballs, just the quest for more money. Like yeah. that's the only reason they're they're making another one. Um, no, I have no idea. That's 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 my guess of what I'm going with. That's what Hangar 18 is. Great, good guess. All right, Gogs, what can you add about Hangar 18? I didn't think about the Crystal Skull thing or recall that because I've blacked out that movie from my cinematic memory. Um. But I thought Hangar 18 was like in sort of lore, the hangar at Area 51, where supposedly the alien spaceship was located. And maybe it was the same hangar that they featured in Independence Day, but I don't know. But it's I, I believe that's the, the origin of its notoriety. You are you are correct about everything but the uh, the area. It's not Area 51, but Hangar 18 is a hangar at the Wright Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. That is purported to where they store all the UFO technology that the U.S. government has collected from places like Area 51 and Roswell and uh, near the Marfa Lights. So So put all of our smartest technology in our dumbest state. Smart. That's a good head. (laughs) Hey, it's a swing state. You got to give them something. Otherwise, they're going to get upset. God, I hope it just irradiates all of them. (laughs) Shout out to all your Ohio listeners you just lost. I know uh, at least one guy, my, my friend Marcus, is in Ohio. I don't know Marcus, if anybody get else. Out, Marcus, you sound like a decent human being. He, he's, a, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Indiana's go right there. Yeah. I don't know if Indiana's yeah, move to, uh Move to Gary. Gary's a thriving industrial town. There yeah. you go. <laughs> the Jackson 5 come from there. It's a, it's a great place to live. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gogs, I'm going to give you two points. Okay. Alec, one point. All right. I meant to keep track of him. I'm not. I'm just going to focus. Oh, you're fine. You're, t- <laughs> you're tied up at nine right now. Unbelievable. I can't believe I'm staying in the hunt. <laughs> We're going to play our second game. It's time to play Fuck, Mary Kill. Ooh. And this week on Fuck, Mary Kill, you have to pick among uh, three very sexy lady aliens. Your options are Sill from the film Species. It's played by uh, Natasha Henstridge, I think. Uh, Lilu from The Fifth Element. And Deanna Troy from Star Trek, The Next Generation. Who will you fuck? Oh who will you marry? And who will you kill? My God. Uh, how much do who's, we know about the species girl? Like, do we just see her? I mean, like, she's, we, are we she's aware? probably approaching you naked in a public pool. <laughs> yeah, but do we know all the baggage? Do we know that she, like, like sex murdered Forrest Whitaker at this point? Or do we just kind of, like, assume that didn't happen? I think you 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 you're seeing her pre uh, pre all the sort of uh, xenomorph boniness stuff happening. Yeah, I mean it's not going to end well though. I'm going to tell you this is going to be a praying mantis situation. So if you go into this, you're not coming out of it. Yeah, but I don't know that, right? Like I don't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Real Pascal's wager is what I'm saying. Yeah, this is real (laughs) Schrodinger's uh, cat for my dick. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right, Um, Alec, do you have a response? I'm mulling it over. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you kill Lilu. Okay. Because she's basically a baby and you can't marry or have sex with a baby. Mm, that's fair. Even that, though she'll give you a multi pass? Yeah. As valuable as that multi pass may be, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's from a baby. Like, all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, my answer just got wrong, like real fast. <laughs> that's like, not okay. Um, <laughs> I guess. Um, I'm marrying Natasha Henstridge from Species because I think I could fix her. Okay. <laughs> like, I really think I could change her. This is a nurture versus nature problem. It was that yeah. she was raised in a cage that really caused all the issues. Yeah. And then um, who was the other one? Oh, Deanna Troy. Oh, Deanna yeah. Troy. Sweet, sweet Deanna Troy. Spawned many an awakening and a young Alec here. Um, <laughs> yeah, De- Deanna Troy, you're... Uh, you win the jackpot. All right. You're coming on. You're coming home. <clears throat> Gogs. Let's see. Well, let's listen to well, yours. So now, so I don't like the idea you, that I'm marrying pet, a baby, you, but you like pedophile. Yeah. yeah great. <laughs> so I actually had a thought before we, before we dip into this, 
so like podiatry is the study of feet right so if people are into feet would they also be pedophiles everyone just think about it for half a second so that's, now that's why the british say pedo pedo because otherwise a you're just pod- a foot a foot guy yeah, yeah yeah otherwise you're just a pado yeah a podiophile <laughs> um like so, quentin tarantino <laughs> right i mean up until the point where alec framed her up as a baby i was marrying lilu in oh, fairness, Gross. she's also uh, a, a unspeakable Captain Planet style weapon that's yeah. been created from the multiple elements. Right, in like existence. she's incredibly intelligent. She just can't talk good yet. And right, this yeah. is like, more like this is more four like, days more, old. Yeah, but this is more like the cave of the white bear or whatever, or Nell, or there's things that are like you know. We just, once we okay, catch her up you- to speed. You justify it however you need. Buddy. I'm not. I'm um, not sure. I like the Nell comparison as a no, good justification, like but none of this is good. None of this is good for me. Um, but still, I have to stick with, I'm gonna stick with my horse. Oh, I I guess I'm gonna bang species, even though. But I don't know. I guess that just absolves me from being prosecuted for marrying a, a four day old space child. And then I'm going to get rid of Deanna Troy because I don't need to be any more in touch with my emotions. I'm already way too in touch with my emotions. And I don't need a Betazoid sitting around all day telling me how I'm feeling. Fair. That's Even fair. Even during the act. Like, so, no, that's my, that's where I'm going. And I'm sticking with it. Mm. So you're, so you're going to, you're marrying, uh, you're marrying, marrying Lilu. I'm going to die like a praying mantis to the species person. And then I'm ejecting Deanna Troy out the, uh, I mean, Alec had better answers, so he wins. But like, I, I feel bad about it all of it now. But yes, that those are my answers. I'm sticking with them. Yeah, no, I mean, you're both absolutely correct. You're both going to get two points. Um, here's here's the thing. Uh, Species was one of those movies that was, uh, as Alec alluded, I mean, it was like that next tier awakening moment because mm-hmm. I think it was on. It was probably one of those things that was just on heavy rotation on Cinemax or something oh, yeah, around yeah. the time that my parents got divorced. <clears throat> so this was the first time that I ever had cable and the ability to watch cable alone uh so that was a good time uh at least you know parts of that movie what was the other movie that wasn't species about like the like the little girl clone alien that then went psycho what was that movie called Uh, i vaguely know what you're talking about but i can't recall exactly she was like bald and maybe had a tail and maybe adrian brody was in it oh oh that was later with uh was um um uh was mir sorvino in that too i think it was called split Splice. It was splice. called Splice. Because they spliced yep. alien and human DNA together. Good, good call out. Yeah. Um, that was we, way later, though. That was like that was like 2000s at some point, maybe early 2010s. I think you're right. Yeah. I, just, I was always kind of got that. And I got what was the other one? What was the Mirror Sorvino movie where they were cockroach hybrids? Yeah. that Maybe that's the one I was thinking of. Um, what was that I'm looking. I'm looking it up. They were like they would like walk around like it looked like they were people in trench coats, but they weren't people in trench coats. They were giant cockroach men, and that You're was called Meet the Apple Gates. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was like this terrible. It was in that run of just terrible sci-fi. Mimic with like the, is what it was mimic. called. Mimic. Oh. Yeah. It was like mimic and like the relic and like. Uh, and the it was directed by Guillermo del Toro too, by the way, which I'm oh. surprised at. <sighs> Because I feel like it wasn't good. I don't recall it being good. Yeah, he's made some bad stuff too, though. He's not. He's not all home runs. It's fair. Yeah. That uh, that blood on the mountain thing with uh, Tom Hiddleston and uh, and what's your face wasn't very good either. I didn't see that. Yeah, he's had some. He's had some duds. He hasn't been just. Uh, he hasn't been throwing gas his whole career. <laughs> Straight <laughs> gas. Shout yeah, out Pan's like, Labyrinth. Uh, though. That movie slaps. Yeah, Pan's Labyrinth is great. But yeah, uh, Deanna Troy, fantastic, fantastic uh, person. Uh, that's that. That is who I would marry because I I would uh, I would like someone to just know what I'm thinking instead of uh, deciding what I'm thinking. Mm. <laughs> so oh. that would be nice. I mean, I, you, I mean, that's refreshing. You have the advantage of like someone who can't possibly, and this exists in no other kind of relationship, romantic or otherwise, where someone can't possibly misunderstand what you're thinking or feeling in a moment. And that's really a cool advantage to have for just like being able to be completely loosely yourself and explains why Will, Will Riker swings his leg over the back of a chair all the time like that. Cause he's just like, Hey, look, you, you know what I've got going on. <laughs> I can <laughs> well, sit down have, however I want. Could she legit, I, I forget Deanna Troy lore, but could Betazoids legit read minds where they're just like hyper empaths? Well, they were, em- they were empaths, but she, well, no, her, 
I think they could read minds. She only had empathic abilities because she was half. Yeah, she was half Beta Zed, half human. Yeah, she didn't have the full Beta Zed power. She had the full suite of apps, is what you're saying. Yeah, the extent of her power was also very much writer's contrivance too. So, like some episodes, she had infinite power, and other episodes, she could not tell if somebody was lying, which seems like a very basic thing. The kind of gene grader, the human lie detector, anyway. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, great job on fuck Mary Kill. And now, from the makers of Palm ou Palm de Terre, it's La Chose Francaise Arbitraire. That's the arbitrary French thing. So the only <laughs> thing that's French about it is the name. So I would love to see a Rocky versus Predator crossover. I think that after uh, this most recent Rocky kills the drug cart, or not Rocky, but Rambo kills the drug cartel thing, that uh, Stallone could pull this off. He could put together a thing where Rocky fights Predator Rocky in the ring. John Rambo. We're talking about... I think, no, Rocky. I want to see Rocky versus Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So the question I have for each of you is, what wild alien movie do you wish existed? Oh, oh. I thought you were going to ask who would win in that fight, and I had a lot of thoughts on that. Um, (laughs) Well, let's talk about that, too. I think that's really interesting. So tell me what you think about that while while we think about that. Who would win Rocky versus Predator? Who's got? So here's my thoughts on this, right? I've got a lot of thoughts about Predator. if you take, well, first of all, which Predator is? If it's Predator from Predator, the original Predator. I'm going to go with OG Predator. OG yeah. Predator, okay. Mm-hmm. OG Predator, with or without his tech? Um, I mean, he's got his tech. We're keeping in mind, oh, Rocky got, ended oh, communist. He's got, he's got his tech, he's taking Rocky out. <laughs> Rocky won't make it past the third. But, like, if they're, like, if it's if it's mano a mano and Rocky can get out of the eighth, I think he wins. Um, if, if the Predator By knockout Rocky, or by decision? Uh, I think he'll take it. I think he'll take a knockout on this one. I think it's going to, he'll take him down because he'll just work the body. And then once he gets in there tight, like there's nothing the predator can do. He's too lanky. But the, if he has his tech, I mean, he's just laser cannon him. Like, I don't know. Rocky has all the chin in the world, but you can't out chin a laser cannon. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'll be, I'm going to take the safe answer and say that I want a good alien versus predator movie, because that would just be like my two favorite alien franchises uh come together and then you know what i'll i'll i'll, I'll spice it up one level deeper because i think this was a comic alien versus predator versus judge dread which is also stallone yeah and i mean hell I throw would... versus archie in there because yeah archie yeah. versus predator was a thing yeah like <laughs> i i like a good like i would just literally i would love like the the alien versus predator movies are such an abomination like they're just such and this like I was going to talk about this on the moldy. So I think we need to pitch a, uh, another category where you get the biggest uh, divide between like trailer hype and actual delivery of film. Like what's your biggest, like letdowns? shout out matrix Four. um, the, like, I was so ready for alien versus predator. I was like, Oh my God. Uh, and then I saw it. I was like, Oh no, this is really, really, really bad. And did you, did you do the star Wars prequel thing where you were like, no, I must not have, understood it because it has to be good no 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 this was a very like in the middle of the movie like you could probably if there was a time lapse of my face over the course of the movie you would just see it just from the title card it just fell just salvador dolly style is just melting off your skull like you saw me go through like all of like there was there was anger there was there was like denial eventually there was acceptance like there was hope for a minute but no it's just i would that's the i mean like alien versus predator with versus Dr- judge dread versus robocop like, let's do that like just a that, big four-way oh. bang them up and that would be fucking cool yeah like you sound like you were writing marvel comics in the 80s yeah and everything everybody has pouches like so many pouches well this is like a i mean this is very much like the end of ready player one or the end of the new space jam where it's just like let's just throw all the coolest just shit together, it at all once. together all the, just and just insane. we'll just step away and let it happen see what happens <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah, no, like a legitimately a good alien versus predator movie, or or you know predator. I think they're getting ready to do this though. Aren't they doing like a predator versus the cavemen thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the new the new predator movie is supposed to be. Way I don't back know if I to... like that idea, but I like the idea of predator versus like a fantasy world, like predator versus like dragons and shit. That'd be kind of fun. Predator versus <laughs> most things. I just like I love predator. Just put Alec. predator in the rebooted season seven of Game of Thrones. Yeah, 
Oh yeah. God, there you go. <laughs> That'll fix the whole thing. Yeah, Predator versus House Greyjoy. Let's just see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, Alec, what do you got? Man, like, so I got two two things. Two things. Two, two ideas. Let me, throw, let me throw these two ideas at you. You can pick whichever one you like the best. <laughs> one, do a good Superman movie. Take that. That's the whole idea. Just Take do that. A good Richard Superman. Donaldson. Like, great. Yeah. Just great do a pitch. good super. Just do a good Superman movie. Like All Star like, Superman. Like Superman needs to. I mean, whatever. I don't care about the story. Story really. But Superman needs to be given to somebody like a. As much as I used to love him and have kind of fallen out of favor, or he, I guess he's fallen out of my favor, even though he doesn't know me. J.J. Uh, Abrams, somebody who loves, sure, yeah, that kind the of character and epic. would love the pro, love mm-hmm. the property, and would bring that love to the screen because Zack Snyder doesn't get Superman at all. What about, and what like, about- although the, although the Snyder cut is better with it, it's still not great. Yeah. Man of Steel is not great. BVS, I mean, we've talked about that on our show at length for years that's like one of the worst movies ever made can i pitch you um, on a matthew vaughn superman um i don't i mean maybe i don't know i'll just see the batman i think matthew or wait matthew vaughn kingsman oh Layer yeah Cake. absolutely absolutely oh, yeah, I, yeah. Getting, first yeah. class who's directing the new batman that's what i was thinking of he's not directing the new batman i forget who's I directing that so. but that's up. who i was thinking of matthew vaughn absolutely matthew vaughn he like I feel like if it's if it's something that he if Superman is a character that he loves because that's like he needs to get the right treatment like he should be it should be the easiest hero to write he literally has every power he's but, Superman but doesn't that make it harder to write because he's like infallible I mean physically he's infallible but he he should be a mess emotionally yeah so it's kind of it like should, a it's almost it like should be do Superman three better. Because Superman three is the one where he gets like uh, oh, black kryptonited and because and they get because Richard rapey. Pryor added tar because they couldn't figure out what other element was in kryptonite, so he just looked at his cigarettes and was like tar. That'll right, work. and he starts it, flicking coffee beans at the coffee jars and breaking all the coffee jars. And that script yeah. was initially supposed mm. to be Brainiac instead of Richard Pryor's character, but they decided they couldn't conceptualize Brainiac no. at that time, which is fine because they would have blown it. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like I, I'm with I, I'm with you. I feel like it's easy to write a good Superman because it's not it isn't about what he's capable of doing. It's just about figuring out the things that he can't figure out. Like he's not a genius. So that's where your good Batman Superman crossover movie lies is that Superman can't punch his way through something and he needs the greatest detective to help him break into somewhere, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we don't need a Superman origin story again. We've, we've done that to death. We get it. It's fine. Like, yeah, that's I one think it would be great. I, that's to one just... thing I, I love about the new Spider-Man movies. This trilogy that just finished up with uh, No Way Home. Like, they didn't even go into it. Like, they I didn't like... even show his origin. They just they did a little, a tiny bit of back, back pedaling and not back pedaling, a background in Civil War, and then the new trilogy. He was just Spider-Man. You didn't spend half a movie. Him getting his powers and Uncle Ben dying and blah 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 the same stuff you've seen him designing over and, and over again. costume yeah, yeah Alex, like, Alex everybody, 100% everybody, right. everybody knows Superman everybody knows the story like unless you have some different take to offer on his upbringing or where he came from or development of that you don't need to do it again just let him be Superman already yeah yeah um, my other idea is I've never apparently. So the movie Jupiter Ascending, I love. Mm-hmm. It is so ridiculous and so terrible, and I think it's fantastic. But apparently that was supposed to be like six movies. Oh, wow. And they realized really quickly that it was not going to be good, and they cut everything down and crammed it into one because they weren't going to get a chance to make all the other ones. I want to see the full Jupiter Ascending universe of like six movies, six like three-hour movies or whatever it is. See all the bad shit, crazy stuff they were going to do. Give me uh, Eddie Redmayne doing his insane, weird, like smoked four packs a day Emperor of Space voice for 18 <laughs> hours. Like it's yeah. so good, but so terrible. I I've never it. seen uh, it. I need to watch I, it. I, we need to figure out a way to watch it on the show. I think a couple of times we've come close. Birthday, but pick, it's, bro. it's really, it's really long. It's like, it's like almost three hours, I think. 
Yeah, it's, it's like 45 or something, but yeah. yeah. But maybe for maybe for the birthday this year, I'll I'll bite the bullet since we're all watching it at home, anyways. Well, yeah. it seems um, like it's like it's a whimsical movie. Like it's not. Yeah, it it, it is. It's, it is. Uh, I think it, you it said is, this it, on on your show before. It's like it's a really big swing, and it doesn't work, but at least it's a really big swing, and that yeah, makes it like better. You have you have Channing Tatum and Mike Mila Kunis are your leads, and he's like a dog cop from space and she's like a half B half queen of the universe who is a seamstress in like, I don't know, Soviet Russia. Yeah. Or something. It's ridiculous. Like well, doesn't Channing Tatum have ridiculous. like rocket rollerblades? Yeah. He has rocket rollerblades <laughs> and he has little tiny dog ears. Yeah. So any, anytime it's... the mode of transportation in the future is rollerblading, you got to watch that. Yeah. Movie. It's on Tubi and it's on HBO Max. I might watch it tonight. Fuck it. I might just like <laughs> dive in. One of one of one of those pick, pick whichever one you like best, Nate, and I compare that to God. Those those are my two ideas. Right on. Yeah. No. I mean, I it, the beautiful thing about Les Shows Francais Arbitraire is that it's totally it's totally arbitrary. You're each getting two points. I love all of those ideas. I really think that what needs to start happening is something like this, where Hollywood comes to people who watch a lot of movies and asks them what they want to see instead of trying to uh, make shit that they think will make money because the money making stuff is fine. But, you know, we got to make weird stuff, too. Like, why isn't there a, a low budget Superman movie that's just kind of odd? I mean, well, I guess did, did I guess it's see... all Superman TV shows, really. Well, did, you, did you see up. did you see uh, what's the what's the Joe Mangina arch enemy? Oh that's, no, yeah, I haven't seen that. That's that's a fun low budget dark Superman movie for you. That's amazing. Uh, nice. And if, and if, and for all of Hollywood that's listening, because I'm sure you are. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very popular podcast. With right, and I know. Yeah, it's 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 whatever four o'clock, four thirty West time because you're listening live because you have to be. Uh, bring back John Carter of Mars. That movie was a ton of fun. Oh shit! Can I change my pick? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a and, and a good a really cool series and a good character and especially now because of because of us kind of trying to address racism and history like you have a unique opportunity to go back and take a character who was a Confederate War veteran and address that through science fiction like that's interesting and yeah. what a cool like how many great stories can you come up with out of that that are both fun and also thoughtful and and the you know your traditional like keep politics out of my fill in the blank people can't be upset because it was always there right yeah i mean like i mean alec um, i'd like to know your thoughts but i mean like i had never watched it till we watched it on the show and i walked in dreading because i just heard about like like how much baggage it brought and I the mega flop like, yeah i remember watching that movie going this movie's a lot of fun like this is really good yeah that was one of like the first first shows i did i think and i for i don't remember why we would why we watched it it was the mars month it was um, oh yeah that's it yeah that was like within the first couple of months of me doing the show and i think that was the first good movie we watched while i was doing the show and i was like oh this could be fun because i think sean had seen it but nobody else had we were all like he was saying how how like it's way better than people think and say and we're all like yeah okay bro sure you just have weird taste in movies, which is also true. <laughs> well, yeah, but that movie absolutely slapped. Like I would like the whole time. It's like I'm kind of waiting for it to get bad. I don't know when that's going to happen, and then it's over. Like oh, it never got bad. Yeah, it's just a good movie. Yeah, I believe that was part of Get Yourself to March. I believe that was that. Our, oh I think yeah, that was yeah. that nice. month. Shout out to as, as we're talking about. If we're talking about aliens, including illegal aliens, shout out Sean Grokowski. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's. Let's hop into the final round, guys. Um, you are tied at 13 oh, points now. I want to beat. So literally everything rides on this final topic. Okay. No whammies. So, Alec, do you have a vague idea about my stepmother is an alien? Oh, my God. No. Uh <laughs> so just give him the gold. Make something up. Make something up. It's a uh, it's, uh, shit. It's a... It, TV show. It was a spinoff from Mork and Mindy, where Mork's mother came to Earth, but didn't live with them. Lived with Mindy's sister, and somehow became her stepmother. And she was a stepmother that was the alien. It was one of those weird shows in the seventies, maybe eighties, but they had a 
a lot of TV shows had weird crossovers, but not really like actual crossovers. Like characters just showed up in other shows. Oh yeah. Um, all Gary Marshall just extending his powers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Different directions. Like uh, <laughs> Happy Days. Like those characters would show up in other shows, and like Laverne and Shirley would show up in Happy Days, and I think Mork Mork actually showed up in Happy Days once, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He um, and then the TG, the TGI. Yeah, the TGI Friday shows in the 80s were all like in the same city and they would randomly cross over, but it wouldn't be like a big deal. It'd be like Carl Winslow showed up on step by step for two minutes. Um just giving somebody much to parking the audience, but the audience would love it. But that that live stream. Yeah, that was all that, that was all it. yep, that was all it took. That was all it took back then. That's all it took. Those big I guess that's all it takes now when you when you look at the best shows now, like Big Bang Theory, Young Sheldon, like that stuff is trash. Oh. It's fair, but it's yeah. like the most popular stuff on TV. Yeah, Mindy's sisters lived. Mindy's sister lived with Mork's mother, and that's how her stepmother was an alien. All right, all right. I like that. I like that. Okay, Gogs. <laughs> Do you have a vague idea I, I, about my stepmother as an alien? I, I have. I have no clue of. I never. I, I'm only <sighs> assuming it takes place in the same universe as stop or my mom will shoot and or throw mama from a train like i don't know what <laughs> the mama verse like, yeah the mama verse like i don't know <laughs> like i don't have any also mama that movie like it's i don't know what i i don't know if it's a movie i don't know if it's a show if alec got it right then he deserves to win because it's a hell of a poll like i didn't know there was a i wasn't aware of a mork and mindy spinoff um did Mindy show up? Was she also in? Was she also in Taxi? Or am I thinking of a different actress? Pam Dauber might have been on Taxi as a no, guest. Who was the lady? Star, in, but... Who was the lady in Taxi? The girl. I think the girl, it was. The lady uh, driver. Oh shoot! What's her name? Um, Carol Kane. Not Carol Kane. Well, she was on Taxi, but not no. Um, was it Carol Kane? Some with something with an M. Um, I'm what thinking Mary Lou, Hemingway, but it's Mary, not Mary. Mary Lou Henner. Mary yes, Lou Henner. Mary Lou that Henner. Was it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got I got nothing. If Alex right, then he deserves all the points. And if it does take place in the Mama verse, then give it to me. <laughs> well, neither of you are right. So oh! that's the beauty of this. Uh, my stepmother is an alien is a 1988 science fiction comedy starring Dan Aykroyd, Kim Basinger, John Lovitz, and Allison Hannigan, as well as Seth Green in the in one of their original acting jobs. Oh, uh, they became wow. boy, they became boyfriend and girlfriend on Buffy later. Yeah, and they well, they go out on a date in this movie as like uh, twelve years twelve year olds. Um, yeah, the the premise of the movie is that Dan Aykroyd is uh, Allison Hannigan's father. He yeah. is he, he, the mom is dead, uh, and Kim Basinger is a super hot alien that appears in this town. And yeah, I'm, I'm googling it right now, and you are you've nailed it. She is a super hot alien. <laughs> And she uh, basically all the jokes are just that she doesn't know how things work. She has a weird periscope style alien monster in her purse, a la the monster from the trash compactor in A New Hope. And uh, it. <laughs> oh, a Dianoga? Yeah. It tells her what human things are. Um, and she basically like hits on Dan Aykroyd because Dan Aykroyd's also some sort of astrophysicist who he accidentally beams some sort of message through space that hits her planet and sets it off uh, off its axis or something. So she needs him to hit it again to set it back on the axis. Um, I bet she does. Yeah. So this, is yeah. Like, this sounds like the sexy sister film to Suburban Commando. I was just going to say that. Like, it's it's almost identical. I, the list came out a little before that. So I wonder if Hulk Hogan saw this. It was like I want somebody to make this movie for me, brother. And I want to be this. I want to be sexy Kim Basinger. <laughs> but instead of falling in love with uh, Dan Aykroyd, he just becomes best friends with Christopher Lloyd. That's an, up- <laughs> that's an upgrade, if you ask me. Yeah. It's, it's oh yeah. <laughs> very, very much so. You guys really should do this movie on the show at some point because I think you'll just have a, a oh, blast. Because it's really enjoyable too. Like I, I, I watched it. I think a couple years ago. And it, it, it blows by, so it, it checks that box for you guys. Like, it will not feel long, and it is just Never absurd. Does. I mean, there is a there is a moment here where, like, John Lovitz drives his convertible into space, um, and John Lovitz is just, like, a horny mid-'80s John Lovitz the whole Hell time. Yeah. It is it is just, like, the movie is is weird. Like, I love this, a horny this alien uh, 
drinks batteries, like drinks battery acid from cars and and shit. This, this it's fantastic. What was uh, the show where the aliens would get drunk on spoiled milk? Was that Alien Nation? Oh, yes, yes. Uh-huh. I think Sean talked about that on the show, our show, not long ago. Oh, my which I think is alien. a ahead. reference to my favorite Martian, which was the old like black and white 60s show where oh. the alien would drink milk with his finger. And they, oh. they did that like early visual trick of putting your finger in a glass and then the milk disappears. Um, <laughs> yeah. He also just had like regular rabbit ear antennas that would come up behind his head. Good times. So, uh, yeah. So uh, since you were both wrong, you're each getting two points for making up funny but incorrect answers. And that mm-hmm. means that like your counterparts on your podcast, you have tied. Oh, my God. So, so uh, we're all equally terrible. Everybody is uh, about about the same. Let's see. Let me see if uh, I mean, technically, Sean and TJ scored 17 points each, but, uh, but they just, just talk so much. The way I score is very arbitrary. Yeah. And they, you know, <laughs> when they're when they're dropping like various Metal Gear lore pieces, it's uh, it's tricky. It's tricky. You got how many times did I've how many times do they say CQC over the course of the podcast? Because I feel like I need to know that. Oh, man, I don't feel like they did at all. Oh, take points away. How did they not mention CQC? All right, I'm oh. retroactively taking a point oh, away from me. Damn it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, do, do either of you have any thoughts on Metal Gear before we uh, before we wrap up? Uh, Metal I've... Gear 3 is the best one. All right. Yeah, yeah. I played one of them for 10 minutes when I was like 15 and I hated it. Great. I yeah, got to the that, point. That's a very Alec answer, I think. It's <laughs> like this isn't this isn't fun. I got to the point in college where I could speed run Metal Gear Solid in like I think forty five minutes. Like oh, I damn. could just pow. I, I I knew where everything was. I could just go 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 go. Like I, it was like the first game I had like completely memorized. But like yeah, Metal Gear Solid three, I completely slept on. I was like, I don't want to snake eater. What the fuck this sounds stupid yeah, as hell. Snake eater, and yeah. then I played. I was like, oh, this is the best one. So the, uh, we we talked about how awesome the song is. The, from that from that game oh yeah like the the bond-esque song oh yeah about about eating a frog and everything too <laughs> and metal gear solid revengeance is a uh or no i'm sorry it's revengeance yeah yeah no, metal, that, gear rising, the, metal gear one? rising revengeance hmm. that is uh the the game that basically plays like a ninja theory game like a like a the fucking slasher samurai game that game a lot of fun but we, we get to be raiden and raiden matters for some reason yeah, <laughs> and and every and every time I'm my last bit. Give me all the points for Metal Gear Solid, by the or the Metal Gear episode, because every time somebody like inexplicably in a movie has like a thousand bullets shot at them and nothing ever hits, I'm like, oh, they're just fortune from Metal Gear Solid too. Like, that's just that's that's who that is. <laughs> well, hey, thank you guys for coming on the show. It's a lot of fun. I appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. This is a blast. Yeah. Well, and we'll do this again soon. Hopefully, I'll. Uh, you know, I, I do want to make my way your direction to to visit everybody when oh, when we, we can, and uh, we'll take you know. out. And, yeah. As long as we're not in the midst of a you know black plague. Yeah. yeah. Situation. That, Let that'll be the so, so it's never gonna. So it's never gonna happen. Then. No, it's never gonna happen. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pipe dreams. But it's but it's fun to talk about. It's fun to talk about things. I would, uh, yeah, yeah you know, we could, we should we got to set up a recording like earlier one time. You can come down, or we can we can meet somewhere and record in a Taco Bell. Ooh, yeah, there half, you go, halfway and just bask in each other's glory. Yeah, we rent a room with the fun. Red Roof Inn on ninety five by Aberdeen Proving Grounds and see about oh, like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll go well. The Red yeah, Roof Inn well. that we hit up on the uh, on the road trip out here did not. Uh, did not do well. Didn't do well. No, someone someone had uh, had legitimately written this place is a dump in pen on the wall, and and no one had corrected it before we checked in. So yeah, it's just, that's it's good. Like, agreed. It might management. it might have been the maid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just like, I'm not. This job isn't worth it. You know what? But I, we've figured out in our travels the past few years and staying places like, who gives a shit if you can sleep? Like we don't plan to spend a ton of time in our hotel room. Yeah, no, that's we're literally just there as long as long as it's quiet and you can sleep and it's not completely filthy and I can't visibly see the dirt like whatever. I just want to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this this room had uh, the the bed was in an angle because it was fucked up. Like it was it was a real mess. But but yes, I mean, generally speaking, I go with (laughs) we and, you know, when we were driving like nine hours a day, so it was like we'll sleep however. But man, 
Sleeping on a non-level bed situation. is just oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, good. It's a great, great ab workout. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Nothing like uh, the the quality rest that comes from a perpetual core workout. <laughs> you, you wake up stronger. Yeah. So, uh, so Alec, hey, anything you'd like to plug? Just a movie, the podcast, the same thing that the two idiots from last week are going to plug, and Gogs might plug in addition to his tight five. Yeah, um, it's Shucky's. <laughs> you give, give us a taste of that tight five. Oh, uh, the name, yeah. the you... name changes every week. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's Shucky, sometimes it's Shuckles, sometimes it's Shekels. It's always every an SCH, week, though. Every week it's a little different. <laughs> Constantly under new management. Um, right on. Well, yeah, movie podcast is great. I listen to it every single week. Congratulations on 300, too. Um, that's a shitload of episodes to uh, to put together. It's more than, it's, du- or it's a little less than double the number of episodes of this show. And uh, and you guys have suffered through a lot of movies to, to put that together. It's, it's unfathomable how many episodes it is. Yeah. Like, I'm, really like is. I'm thinking to myself, like, when I think about, like, I've watched. 300 movies for this show let alone all the other different movies i've watched around it like in the past five years i've probably watched like 1500 movies give or take yeah i mean if every or some movie repeats, is, repeats uh... in there and some classics that like i kind of watch but don't pay attention to because i have them memorized but like it's a lot of fucking movies oh yeah like just the just the 300 episodes if each of those movies is two hours long that is 25 days Ugh. that you have watched yeah. movies for this pot for that podcast um which which is remarkable i mean granted like it's not that crazy but what you've been doing you guys have been doing the show for like seven years six or seven years yeah yeah like so so longer than high school yeah i mean it's that's like a serious commitment and i and i applaud it because i really i really do enjoy listening every week and it's uh it's great to hang out with you guys uh in that in that podcast way where i'm hanging out with an ice cream billboard Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um gogs anything you want to plug uh no just the same yeah movie the podcast thank you for having us nate uh it's wonderful doing the show with you uh it's wonderful when you come on movie the podcast i'm very excited about you being uh within you know uh, an hour and change drive from the bulk of the cast now that sean's lost all of the weight definitely the bulk of the cast um yeah, I guess we're gonna the end of our end of the year. I don't know when this episode's going up, but our our end of the year movie review, the Molies, will be recorded this weekend. I need to do all my homework to look at. Uh, yeah, I haven't even started yet. I haven't started. Yeah, uh, talk about all of our up our dizzying highs and our earth shattering lows over the course of the year. I feel like um, this has been a particularly rough year, and not just because of covid and economic it's, strife and everything and climate change but it like it seems bad, like the movies were kind of brutal this last it was year a bad movie year in my opinion like i don't know it'll, it'll all come out of the wash uh this weekend but like looking at all the 2021 movies i watched this year it was much my top three were much easier to define than my bottom three because the bottom is very crowded um, you know what i think my top my top movie from this year unless something changes in the next three days is easily going to eclipse whatever my top movie from last year was because I can't even remember it, but I already know what my top movie was this year and it is absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Did I'm you... going to dig up what was my top movie last year. I have it pinned to the wall. You have all oh, of ours or just yours? I have mine for 2020 was my top movie for 2020 was Becky, which uh, I'm still standing behind. Uh, Becky was good, but I think my top movie for this year is better than Becky was. So that's a good point. Did you guys watch uh, The Power of the Dog? Have you have you watched? Because you haven't watched it for the show, but I, I want to watch it. I haven't watched it. That's the okay. one with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, the, the Western on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Benedict Jesse Cumberbatch Plemons. and Jesse Plemons and yeah. uh, Kirsten Dunst. I do yeah. want to see that, but I haven't watched it yet. I I've just watched it, and I would I would be very interested to to hear what y'all think about it because it's uh, yeah, it was it was it was good. I mean, I I I think it was very very enjoyable um in in the way that it's like it's a it's a slow uh, thoughtful western but it's it's cool it's fucking cool talk about punching up i didn't punch it out of your weight class jesse plemons is married to kirsten dunst yeah whoa well but he's like i mean but he's like the bona fide actor of this generation right like yeah he is legit one of the like i haven't seen him in a bad thing like he's good in friday night lights he's good in uh 
the Black Mirror episode he's in. He's good in, uh, he's one of the best parts of that uh, shitty Aaron Sorkin uh, um, Chicago Five movie. Oh, like, wait, he was in, I don't remember him in that. Or may, I, I like, oh that no, movie. he wasn't in that. He was in the, uh, he was in the other one, the, um, the, the black, uh, the black Messiah. Oh. Judas and the Black Messiah. That's right. Yeah, that movie I still gotta watch. I still. Oh, that's a that. 2021 movie. That's but a good 2021. Good. He's just good in everything. Yeah, he really came on strong. Like I never. I went from not knowing who he was to watching a bunch of his stuff in a row and being like, oh, he's like not just a kind of weird looking dude. He's like a really talented actor. Yeah. I think the yeah. first thing I recognized him in was uh, Fargo. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that's that, probably where that he and incredible. Yeah, that incredible season of Fargo. But everything I've seen him, I'm like, oh yeah, that guy's like a really good actor. He's really good at uh, shit. What's that movie? Not date night, game night. Game night. He's in oh, yeah, okay. game yeah, night. That it. movie is that movie is a blast. He is young, too. He's he 33. 30? Oh yeah, 33. Okay. He's good still a baby. Baby man, good for him. <laughs> Getting it done, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah right. Uh, well, hey guys, thanks again for being on. Thank you. Listeners, if you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. That really helps us out. You can also check out the other shows on our network, including Roll for Blank, Streets of Mage, the actual play D&D podcast that I host. And otherwise, uh, look, it's it's 2022 now, so surely things are going to go better, right? Haha, <laughs> chuckle, pause, <laughs> pause for laughter. We have all had a vague idea about aliens this week, and that is a good thing because the devil is in the details. Bye-bye. You guys can say bye, too. Bye-bye. Bye, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Big Ideas, written and produced by me, Nate Rigoli, Shannon Page, and sometimes John Peros. Information about topics often come from Wikipedia, so hey, why not donate a bit to that? Sound effects are Creative Commons public domain. If you like this podcast, tell a few people and subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. And if you happen to like reading science fiction, check out the small press I started with my friend Sean Grokowski. You can find Space Boy books at readspaceboy.com.